right, here we go, guys, and we're live. Welcome, everybody, to the Pastrami Nation podcast. My name is Nolan Smith. I am here with a great group of people today, including our special guest, and it's not Denton, but Denton is special, and he's here. <laughs> he's a different kind he's of special. special. <laughs> so, of course, today we have Pastrami Nation Jason. Hi, everybody. We have Line Breakers' very own David McKean. Hi. Line Breakers' very own Denton. And our special guest today is... Marvel Comics artist of the upcoming X-Force series, Joshua Kassara. Here he goes. Yeah. Thank you for being on here with yes, us. Thank, thank you guys so much for having me. Unlike all other artists. <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, <laughs> thank, thank you. Where's the pastrami, though? I thought we were going to have pastrami. Oh. Every time. Every time. We did it once. Damn. Not here, but we have done it once. Can't even get some big ass. Maybe for Christmas. Or something? <laughs> I'll stop at Tom's or Tam's. We'll get pastrami, the man. Right. Yeah. All right, so today we are talking, of course, to Joshua Kassara. We are still talking about Comic Fest, and we also have prizes to give away. Prizes we got today, we have this awesome Nightmare Before Christmas pop. It's Halloween. We have uh, Cthulhu Horror Dorbs. Which oh, Dorbs. Horror Dorbs. Horror Dorbs. And we have two trade paperbacks of Mycroft Holmes from Titan Comics, signed by Joshua Kassara. And he did do the art on the series. This is the series that got me into him. And man, his work is amazing. So, awesome work. Um, it's beautiful. How do, you, how do you win this? You leave a comment. That's all you got to do. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you have questions for Josh. Let us know if you have questions about Comic Fest. Anything. Leave a comment. You can say hi. You can say anything. Almost anything. No, you but can say <laughs> we just won't read it. Yeah, oh, um, not allowed. And I'm sign on right now, so I can read every single comment. Can one of you guys grab your up. phone and check it out? Because I would. My my phone is up there, and my iPad is in my Oh man, what did I get myself into? Oh, thank you, David. Oh, that's an awesome guy. So to get How started, do do this? it's really small so, of you. So David's gonna check right now and see who's leaving comments. So if you're leaving them, he's about to see you right. Wait. Not now. Right. <laughs> Hold on. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. He had there. to open up his flip phone. <laughs> I literally had to do that today. And he had, and he had, had to go to dial up. Pocket and I felt real weird just flipping it up to check the time. It really happened to me. I was, I was a little phone shamed a little bit. What was it? The T-Mobile chocolate or something? <laughs> the one that like slid up. Uh, uh, a sidekick? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the first cool one. Well, let's go ahead and get started first. Where am I going? But you're going to go to Facebook. No, so I people here do that. And then you're going to go to Pastrami Nation. Oh, I'm going. To... That's the wrong place. And then you're going to find a video of this group week. right here. You'll see a video. Yeah. The people look like us. Yeah, I like was just self-centered. I thought I was going to Line Breakers. <laughs> where I was at. Oh, here is a video. And then what do you click on. Oh my God. Okay. Hey. Oh, those guys. Whoa. You want my, might want to mute the video. Because that makes sense. You like that I'm scene in Spaceballs. Yeah. Like, now it's just now is now. Yeah. yeah. When did it happen? Just then. Just then. Right now. Right now, now is now. But now it's then. Then and now. Then is now. All right. So we have some comments already. Jason Bean's there. Hey, buddy. Hey, How's Bean. How you doing? Hey. And Kevin Hoskinson. Oh yes, he's oh, one hey, of our Kevin. reviewers up north. All right. Hello, Kevin. Up like north, like Canada or in what? Uh, Oregon. Okay. Not Washington. No. Like you're going to say like Fresno or something. Fresno. <laughs> That's still North. Hesperia. Of North Bakersfield. He's in North Victorville. <laughs> uh, so first we want to start with talking to Joshua. Um, so first, let us know about the work you have done so far in the comic book industry. Um, I guess the very first thing I did was I kind of did a self-published comic called Taka. And it was just my own challenge to myself to see if I wanted to draw comics. Kind of like okay. this was like my. I really liked it. I really kind of started getting into storytelling and just practicing drawing, and and it became like, if let me see if this is something I wanted to do because it's a lot of time and a lot of effort to go into. And and I wrote out a script and I did my thumbnails and I gave myself a deadline. This is while I'm still working nights, and I hit my deadline, my self-imposed deadline. And the moment I was done with it, I'm like, I just want to draw more and I want to do more stories. So it did the trick then, man, because that was your way to see if you wanted to do this. Yeah, oh, that's nice. exactly kind of exactly what it was and so at that same time then I would do some portfolio pieces and I would post some stuff online I get a little feedback and sometimes like a commission here and there and I think somebody uh, a guy named Josh from Atlanta Georgia hired me to do a book called writers and it was like uh, the common writers uh, they had the 
like a Power Ranger kind almost of, kind yeah, of like deal. That. So, yes. And it was a really cool little book there, but they're like this terrorist group. And um, he hired me to do this, his one 22-page book. And um, it was really cool. I, you know, he, I think he just kind of self-published it online and printed some himself. So I did that. Uh, I did uh, Heroes of Echo Company, uh, written by uh, Joseph Henson, who contacted me. I met him at Comic-Con. And he commissioned me to uh, to draw his books, and I drew I think like three or four of them, and just a super nice guy. It was a it was a project he'd always been wanting to doing wanting to do, um, and he but I guess he didn't really want to draw. He didn't you know he didn't, he just want to hire somebody who maybe drew better than him. And mm -hmm. I did that book, um, and that's when I think I had gone around the convention floor at San Diego Comic Con, and an editor named Steve White uh, noticed me. I got his attention, and he looked over my portfolio and really liked what I what I, what I what I had done, and so we just kept in contact for like another half year, and he finally threw uh, the troop with the troop at me, which is uh, written by Noel Clark, um, and people know him from Doctor Who. He was on the show Doctor Who. He does all kinds of um, shows and movies and stuff like that, and a really nice guy. And we did a creator-owned book called The Troop together. Um, it was five issues, and then I was uh, set to do Mycroft Homes here. Nice. Um, but in the meantime, actually, I had already kind of committed to doing Mycroft Homes while I was still finishing the troop. Um, I got an email in my inbox from Tom Brevor at uh, Marvel Comics, and he's like, he had seen the stuff I had done on the troop, and he's like, I'd like to get you in the mix over here at Marvel, and which is awesome. I mean, it's just so unexpected. Yeah. And really cool. Um, and just, they didn't even, like, do test pages. They just said, you know, I said, yeah, I, I have this, maybe this, this little gap here. And he threw a, a page of New Avengers at me, New Avengers number seven, mm -hmm. and it's really cool. It's a White Tiger story. And oh, nice. Yeah, and and so I drew that, and they immediately said, "Oh, you know, I want you to draw more." And I said, "I'm already committed to this other book, and I gotta go." And I'm like, oh, "I was torn yeah. because I'm like, I'm running away from here." But they totally respect that. Like, no, you you honor your commitments, and you know, we'll still be here. Wow. And so I ran off and I did Mycroft Holmes. It's awesome. It's a great book. Uh, I love it. And I, you know, I got to help create this whole world and I like kind of, it's a mix of like Indiana Jones and obviously Sherlock Holmes and steampunk and stuff like that. And then I, you know, came back to Marvel. Do more. I'm glad you were able to do Mycroft Holmes yeah. cuz it's it is a really good story, man. I that was to you and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes. And, and Raymond Oxfeld, who's also one of the writers too. And it's through uh, Titan. Yeah. And yeah, it's a great book. I wish there was another part to it, man. Yeah, cuz it's so good. So, but if you haven't read it, you have your chance to check it out right here. How does that work where you just do one page in the middle of the comic? Or is it like that page set aside where it doesn't have to match up the rest of the art? Or do you have to like match up the art in the book? You said just one page? From who? From Marvel? No, no, a whole, a whole, a whole issue. Oh, a whole issue. Oh, they, right. Yeah, they, oh, they, I they, like said I said, because sometimes they'll, you from page. what I know, they'll do like test pages. They'll say, hey, can you, you know, for a colorist, color a couple of these pages. Or right. even artists, like, here's a script, draw these, draw pages four through seven just uh -huh. to kind of see they'll pay you for it they don't just you know they'll, they'll pay you for it but they just kind of see if you you have what it's what it takes and see what you, do you, it you do it on time right. you do it everything and you're also not a like a kook i guess okay. yeah and um you know you you can you're a normal human being right. and they just they just threw a whole issue at me which was awesome and oh, nice. after yeah. after you did some of that test pages no no, no, no that's what i'm saying once i agreed and they you know they sent me out of contract and then said okay but it's still in the issue. middle of an arc, essentially. I mean, yeah, it was an Al Ewing written issue, and Al Ewing's rat, um, which was cool. I got to do a page with him in the Marvel One Thousand issue, so it was kind of right. a cool little reunion. Um, and I don't, I don't think, I think it was at the end of an arc, um, and it was like the beginning of an arc or something. Uh, like that, or you I said seven, right? Yeah. So it's probably right at the somewhere, start of an arc. Yeah, yeah. somewhere right in there. Hmm. That's um, awesome. And they'll send you know, any and all the reference you need from the previous issues or stuff that's in the script. Very nice. That's very Is cool. it? How do, so you did that? Like you went and did a Marvel book yeah. in the midst of doing these creator-owned. Was there a big change, like in the way that the process happened, or the pressure, maybe from mm. outside? You know, like Marvel's a big company, so I know that they're deadline, deadline, deadline. And creator-owned, maybe you can manipulate that a bit. I mean, was that a big change? Or yeah, you know, it depends on like the lead time. You know, once you. Once you're set to publish, like they hoped for, you know, Mycroft to come out at a certain time, 
so you get to work in, but once that first book gets published, you're on the clock, you know, right. then it's more about that. They can kind of mess around if maybe they push something back a week, but it seems like once, once that first book's out, then you're, then it's gotta be on. Yeah. So, um, there, there's, it, the leeway is as far as maybe creating the world, like, you know, Mycroft, I was really free to right. make things look as I want, you know, that we, I'd go back and forth, you know, with the editors and things like that. Of sure. like, this is the look we want, you know, the characters. Um, but I was really, that's the fun, is you get a lot of freedom that way. Same thing with the troop. You create every character, every background, if a new setting. Um, you can do all, you know, the research for it. Then now, now when I jump into the giant sandbox that's Marvel. Storied characters. Yes, and there's, there's you know, uniform stuff. And they're not as tight as I thought they would be. There, you know, you can still have a little bit of your own style with it, too. You know, mm-hmm. the belt buckle can be, you know, maybe your own style, too. But overall, it's got to look about the, look the way that it needs to be current. Still got to yeah. be able to recognize the character. Yeah, you recognize the character, but as far as it's got to be in continuity with maybe the other books that are going on, too. Right. Because, you know, you jump back and forth. It's like, oh, what is Captain Marvel? I did realize I, an issue of the century nobody caught it. Or they gave me a hard time because I drew Captain Marvel with the short hair, but she had the long hair back again. Um, they let me keep the short hair. So, but things like that, that you'll get. Awesome. So this was only in trade, right? Or no, was no, there was single, single issues. Yeah, they did single issues. Oh, I have the single issues yeah, too. Yeah. They, did, they did the single ones too. Um, some really cool like painted covers. I did this one. Like I was telling Nolan that this cover was originally just my original concept piece for the series, and they ended up making it the cover of the first issue. Then I did a bunch of covers for the other issues and stuff like that. And then when they're going to do the trade coming around, um, I started working up a uh, an alternative for just the trade paperback. But just busy things happen, and I think the editors, they just went ahead and just used that cover anyway. I'm kind of bummed because I really like the one I was using. Um, and also, show I did another concept piece. I talked with, um, with Kareem and Raymond that uh, if Mycroft continued where this would take place, and if we did a whole other series, and I did a, a, probably one of my favorite drawings I've ever done, and I've never published it because I'm kind of, if anything ever happens more with it, um, but uh, no one has seen it. Um, it's wonderful. Yeah. yeah, it's a really cool <laughs> drawing. Awesome. Like the Dude, world yeah. the world that we would go to. Yeah, and, and That's fantastic. Uh, we have any interesting comments? No. Yeah. Nothing? Oh, good. So let's keep going with the questions. Um, keep going. So an average page. Yep. How long would that take you to draw? Um, well, I do both pencils and inks. So you do it all? You complete the whole page as a Well, not the colors, yeah. Yeah, but not the colors. But no, I but do the pencils and the inks, so, yeah. Um, 15 hours, probably. Um, That's a lot of work that goes into that page. Yeah, I'm not the fastest inker. I'm pretty slow. Um, I mean, I, I have some pretty detailed work here and there, so it's just, yeah, doing it both. Like, I can't not do it just the way you draw. It's like I can't let things go sometimes. Detail takes um, time, you yeah. know? And so I'd say approximately 15 hours. Some are going to take me eight or 10. Some can be maybe even like six hours, but that's pretty rare. Um, and it's really tough to gauge because I, you know, I help take care of uh, our youngest one at home and just in and out and just daily life, you know, just gets so it's, you know, you wake up early, you draw, mm-hmm. then you take care of kids, do whatever you need to do, squeeze it in, squeeze it in, then late at night before you go to bed, try to draw until you fall asleep at your table, which happens quite a bit. <laughs> That's where I'll wake up just completely just on the board. So, so can, we, can we go back a little bit? Because I'm super curious yeah. why you would even why comics? Because you're an amazing artist. Yeah. There's so many other directions that artists go just in general. I mean, did you like as a kid you love yeah. comics? And so that was like what you wanted to do, but you uh, I know you said you want to test it out and see if you were into that, but like was that your main thing with art? Like that was what was in your mind, I guess? Yeah, I grew up dr- drawing a lot, but you know, I, I comics, I got a um, my first comic was Groove number 57, or is it 58 now? I'm oh, nice. myself, and I was probably like eight years old, I think, about that time, and so I just that was my first comic, and I loved comics, and then I, I'm really you know, my coming of age moment is the the 90s, the 90s boom gotcha. and all that stuff, you know, the, the, the from Marvel into Image right around that time. So, right. you know, I'm hugely influenced by that. And I would always draw and copy my favorite my favorite artists and stuff. So there was a lot of that and it was always there, you know, and I remember even my senior year, I drew like a, for, I had one art class and I took a, I drew like a seven page Spawn story. And so I'd always do that, but I never took it super seriously. I would, I remember bringing like a portfolio, I would do, 
I finally found out you draw them on big pieces of bigger pieces of paper. Than you can. <laughs> and then I felt, you know, I felt professional right then. And I would draw them on there, and they're really terrible. Um, but you don't realize it. You're just like, oh, this is so good. And you spend two hours on it. You think it's the greatest thing in the world. Right. And it's just awful. And you get torn apart in a portfolio review. But most of the time, they're pretty nice. But you can just tell. There's like nothing. Um, <laughs> but I still loved it. And I still had some old portfolio stuff. And, and my origin story is kind of where I still had some of these things. And I would still draw. I'd kind of paint and draw around things. But I'd still in the background draw, you know, sketch a Spider-Man or something like that. And my, my, my now wife, who I started, when I started dating her, you know, maybe trying to impress her. I'm like, look, I draw stuff. And, and, and she it worked, saw, right? yeah, it worked, yeah, 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 hook, line, and sinker. Um, she saw my old portfolio stuff. This is really cool. I'm like, and she knew I read comics. I think I still would pick them up. I, I didn't pick them, read them voraciously, but I would still every once in a while pick up books. And she's like, that's really cool. Why didn't you try to do it? I'm like, well, I never really gave it a shot. And I never, I, I just said, you know what? I, I would really like to. I, I, I mean, I love it. I still love reading them. So I sat down and, and, and drew. Uh, a Magnus robot fighter drawing, and I spent about eight or nine hours on it. And I really took my time, and it's still one of my favorite drawings. Where the the results were so different because I took so much time and kind of, and studying and the anatomy and posing for it instead of just kind of trying to come up with it in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really kind of got my fire going. And then studying storytelling, uh, reading more and more books, not just like the the how to books, but just reading more comics and just getting into that. And then started writing my own little stories and and drawing my own little two-page or three-page stories, and then eventually when I did a talk, I was like, that was my challenge. Do I really want to try to do this? Because I felt like my portfolio was getting better. I felt like this is something I, I feel comfortable about putting myself out there because I was still hesitant because I knew it wasn't good enough because I would compare myself with the things on uh, everything on the shelf, and I don't want to compare myself with the lowest. I want to compare myself with the best. And when I finally felt like I was able to do it, after I did talk, I'm like, okay, and then I know it's going to get better, and that's why I was really confident when I confronted the, the – it sounds way more aggressive. Like, you, better look at, you better look at my portfolio. To Steve, to Steve White, he's this great uh, uh, guy from London, and he uh, and I just came to him like just with confidence, showing it. Like I know this is, I know this was pretty good, and even though I'm very self-critical and self-deprecating. I knew it, w- it was decent enough to get a, a, a fair shake. Awesome. Um, and so that was kind of like yeah, my origin story then. I mean, I've always kind of drawn. I've never. Like I said, in art class in high school, I took one community college art class, but I've never had any professional training. It's more just So did you practice. have, like, another prior, like, professional life that you were already on the path of doing before you got into comics? I was just a bartender. You... Okay. I went, to, I, went, I went to San Diego State. I wanted to be an economics major, but the math kind of got in my way. And so, so uh, I took a yeah. step down to, uh, to political <laughs> science. Um, and so there was a lot of um, sketching in my notebooks and stuff. So I did that. That's about all the use I got out of that degree. <laughs> Very nice. Um, and, I mean, it was awesome. I loved it. I lived in San Diego for many years, uh, and I bartended down there forever, the beaches and downtown. And But, you know, bartending, cool. Uh, I still have really late nights now, but I get to do something creative, and I get to be right. home with my family. Very and nice. So doing that, yeah. Mm. Instead of being around a bunch of delinquents. Well, uh, you're here now. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Jenny's right sorry. here. <laughs> are, you sure, are you sure that's water in that bottle? It's absolutely not. Uh, yeah. But uh, that's beside the point. Absolute vodka? What? what? <laughs> yes, totally, 100%. Whipped cream, that's tasty. One second. Delicious. <laughs> oh, man. Um, now, what would be a dream project for you? Like, what's a book that a you... Character yeah, a character you or book that you to... would love to do? I mean, it's it's cheesy. I, I'm... I'm I, I'm doing it right now. You know, like I said, my coming of age was Liefeld, Lee, Silvestri, the, that, that, that Marvel transition into yes. to image and stuff. And so, you know, when New Mutants became X-Force, it's just, wow, this is amazing. This is the coolest thing ever. And, you know, to a 13-year-old, or 12, 12 or 13-year-old, that was just so awesome. So I have such... Uh, such a such a nostalgic connection to that time and and now being part of something maybe hopefully kind of similar with what Hickman's doing with with this whole Donald absolutely like that so there's something that just to kind of be a part of something like that I didn't really feel the pressure so they can't I guess we're gonna just kind of yeah turn into X-Force here let's do Um, it I was working in the uh, Spider-Man office with the with the the, uh, Venom guys Um, great editors great back and forth and 
and I, I you know they had me come on and, and help out with um, with Venom and Donny yeah. Cates and Stegman and, and oh, it's just sweet. yeah like that's just really really cool like what a great and they I did this cool dream sequence and I got to help wrap up an arc um, and so some like really important stuff and it's like wow this is so cool um, this is Venom stuff and then they oh can you do this right now can you do the Venom one shot that you know Frank Pierre's writing and and I started um, actually this is a Colin Bun one and I started drawing cool this is awesome I get to draw I get to draw uh, uh, Mania. And I'm five pages in, and all of a sudden I get an email about, do you want to come over and you're thinking about doing X Force? And it's like, but it's over this whole, this, and you know, there's no news about this out. Right. And oh, there's wow. this whole, like, this Jonathan Hickman's <clears throat> overtaking this whole thing, and we're going to have X Men, you know, X Force. You know, I, they, they don't give me too much to, to go on, but just kind of this to, to, to throw that carrot out at me, to, to entice me to. And you feel bad because I'm like, I don't like bailing on anything, but I, right. they, yeah, I make sure that's totally kosher. Of course, the editors and everyone, that goes, they're like, he's working on this, but they're like, that's okay, we can pull him off something. So I made sure I'm not stepping on any toes because I really liked working in that office, but I'm like, yeah, I would love to be part of doing this. Um, and then that's when they paired me up uh, with Benjamin Percy, um, rad dude uh, for X-Force. Oh, man. And and he's, you know, right now, I mean, now you know they've announced it. He's also writing, he's going to be writing the, the, the ongoing uh, Wolverine title. Right. He's the writer of the uh, Wolverine podcast, uh, which is getting a lot of traction. And I think he's doing more of those. He just announced he's doing like another one shot today, like some man thing to look, looks really cool. Oh, um, manslaughter. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. That looks <laughs> oh, great. God, that cover, <laughs> Kyle Hot's cover is ridiculous. Um, he sent me that today. It just looks amazing. But uh, so, I mean, it was just. Yeah, it's kind of like a whirlwind. Then, it, then, and at first, I'm just kind of excited. I wasn't really nervous. I'm like, yes, this just sounds awesome. And the writer, I got to first read the script. But then they send me, here's all the reference stuff. Of, this is here's House of X number one. Here's Powers of Ten number one. Here's the scripts too. So because it wasn't all lined up with the with the with the words yet, with the lettering and everything. But I got to read them and cross, and it, that was when it really hit me. It's like, holy crap! Because it's now I got to see what they're really doing. It's not just some relaunch hey we're doing new number yeah. ones whatever this is this whole thing that Hickman is laying down this foundation he's laying down and then when I see Pepe's art and Arby's art and I'm like oh, like I felt then I felt super scared and then I felt I'm not up to the challenge of this I'm I'm, I'm scared dead these this looks like the best art I've ever seen in my life and I've got to try to keep up with them like I already felt like I was drowning at the very beginning and but then I step back and go, they hire you for a reason. They see what you're doing here. So you get to do you um, and your take on, on this. So that's kind of helps you stand back up straight and, and take this on. So like, so since then, like I said, artists and every artist I know, very insecure about their work, but I think that's the only way you get better because all you see is your, all you see is your, uh, your, your, your frailties. Um, mm -hmm. And so seeing that, the challenge of that, uh, really kind of light a fire. Um, you're, you're going on a big legacy, you know. Of course, like you said, X-Force has been around for quite some time. Yeah. This is a different version, mm -hmm. but yes. it's, it's also part of this big House of X, Powers of X thing that has been building. Mm -hmm. So um, I can understand, yeah, yeah, like that's, that's a lot. But it's also extremely amazing to be a part of. Like, wow, you get to be, you get to shape that part of X-Force. You get to bring that part to life. And, I mean, that's a fantastic thing. Now, this new X-Force comes out two weeks from now, I believe. Two weeks from today. November yeah. 6th. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then it's on a two-week schedule. Oh, so nice. Yeah, so that's why, that's why we had me. I mean, they, they first contacted me at the end of March, and I was drawing by yeah. a couple of days out, and then the first day of April or something For like that. For how long is it on two-week? I think to eight issues. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be on all eight. It's just the schedule will catch up too fast. But I have yeah. a, full, a whole first arc. And then um, and we'll see about the how we're gonna work out that schedule. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the first week. Um, so yeah, so that's why they have everybody working out way ahead because it all lines up. Because what happens in X Force number one, it's it's a holy crap, and it's gonna affect everybody. It sounds cheesy, but it really does, and it's a really big moment, um, and it affects all the books afterwards. And I can't kind wait. Of, kind of, oh, yeah, it kind of reverberates. Man. To what's going on, you know, with the rest that. of the books, and so, you know, so that's kind of cool. So I get, a, I get to see, I got to see this all come together. I get to see the reference and like, oh, like the Marauder stuff, the Kitty Pride stuff, you know, I early stuff in because you know, like, if you have to draw a character, that has to do with your, you know, in your book too, because they're all 
you know, in the in there, everyone's wearing their costumes. You got to wear like the costumes that they they've kind of designated. But with a really cool thing, a lot some of the background characters and some of them, they're pretty cool about like whatever era you want them to wear, like whatever uh, outfit you want them to wear. And it, that kind of goes with the story, right? Like whatever costume because of where they're at. Yeah, you know, so that's really cool. Uh, of course. A lot of pre-orders have been happening for X Force number one. Oh yeah, a lot, a lot. Good. And yeah. thank you guys, man. That's I, and you guys doing the thing for Saint Jude. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, seriously, that, that was awesome. really cool. Very awesome. It was really cool. More than that, the support that we got from everybody yeah. is awesome. Right. Yeah. It's so cool board. to see the community oh, come together for. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. To help a good cause like that. Yeah, and that, that's that's like a bonus on top of that. You know, it's something extra. We usually give a discount on those books, but people banded together and just took the full price and knowing that even more money than what they would have gotten a discount on is going to go to a good cause. Plus, right. you're getting a holy crap book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a holy crap book. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. Now the 10-pack could have come back. How you guys are following along, but but this X-Force, this version, this is, you know, Krakoa is now a nation. And... Yeah. There's a lot of enemies out there, like for Eddie Nation, and there's private pr- private interest groups. Other, you know, you have, you know, secret government organizations from other countries and things like that. And so, to help snuff some of that out or do whatever, we have X Force is basically like your CIA. We have you have your wet root, wet work field group, um, you know, led by Wolverine, um, and then you've got your like your analysts who can, you know, they'll go out in the field too. But they're much more the people who are gonna, you know, they're not gonna crack the skulls as much as you know. You send Wolverine to go out and do that, and Kid Omega, uh, Domino, um, and you have like Beast, Jean Grey, um, Sage. Um, they're gonna help crack some of the mysteries and figure out, you know, who we do need to go after. And so it gets kind of dirty. So yeah, it gets, it get, it'll get really dirty. Um, and like the writer, uh, like Ben, he he's kind of a dirty dude. Uh, he, you know, he exactly. does a lot of horror writing. Um, he sends me threatening um, text messages, emails, and pictures. <laughs> like he sent me a picture of uh, of himself holding an axe, threatening me not to uh, spoil too much today. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, for your safety, do not uh, spoil too yeah, much today. Yeah. Please don't. Yeah, but we have, but we have a great relationship <laughs> where he, you know, he has his map too. He, he under the the rubric that that uh, Hickman has set up. Um, he gets to have kind of free reign in that, you know, as long as, as long as you're kind of within that world. But he's getting to do his thing too, and we have such a great back and forth. Like it's honestly every day we're texting, and there's the email. The email chain is with the editors, everything like that. But we go back and forth. We call each other. Um, you have to listen to this guy talk to. It's the best. He has the best, the greatest voice in history. So I gotta hear this guy. Yeah, you gotta listen. He let, um, he does. Yeah, just listen to some of his interviews and stuff like that. It, it, he sounds like he sounds like Logan. Um, <laughs> Very he's fitting grumbly. that he's doing the Wolverine yeah, he podcast. He's like up in the North Woods, awesome. like, I don't know, tackling bears and, I don't know. He is Logan. <laughs> yeah, he really is. Um, and we just get along so well. And we're just, we're just right. I think he said in, like, an interview recently, we just, we've achieved mind meld where I'm just hitting all points here. And then the same thing with, with the colorist, Dean White. And I don't know if you guys know who Dean White is. And he was kind of, when they asked me, who do you want to color, I didn't even have him on my list because I didn't think he was available. Last thing I had seen him do was was, um, was um, some DC stuff over uh, Ramita Jr. And I, I think he's just, he's so incredible. He did the the, the Remender and Opeña um, Uncanny X-Force. Right? Oh. And his, yeah. Oh, and nice. I mean, it's just that book yeah. is just so perfectly beautiful. Yeah. And I mean, since then, and I'd seen his work, and he did Black Science and some other stuff, and he's so good and he's so unique. And he wasn't even on my list. And I had my list, and I have some great colors, and it kind of came back a little bit. And then at San Diego Comic Con, a, a meeting with my editor Jordan, he said, "Oh, I said who who we have colors?" He's like, "Oh, we have Dean." I'm like Dean who? He's like Dean White. And I'm just it was the greatest thing because <laughs> he's so good. I mean, of course, he makes me look good, so that I like that. <laughs> um, that helps. That's, that's the best thing colors can do. He make, he makes me look good, uh, and the same thing here. Him and I texting back and forth. I don't even know if that. Yep, there he is. Two messages from Dean White. Um, nice. And, uh, hold on one second. Yeah, go right, go ahead. Um, can you go in and out of that video? Because sometimes the comments get jammed up. Uh, He's got to be coming. In and out? 
Yeah, and then just click back in. Oh, yeah, I'm going to tell him. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of messages there. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Did not know. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, Brian Brinkinger. uh, Oh, my God, is that a clown with a tearaway face? Does that clown have a tearaway face? This guy. Does he have a tearaway face? It's a clown. It's been a while since I've seen the movie. He's waiting for his. Laura says hi. Hi, Laura. Uh, Crystal must be on there, too. She said something. Hi, Crystal. Hey, Dean White oh, says hi, by the way. Hey, oh, Dean. hey, Dean. Hi for me. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect timing. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm Crystal, right on cue, too. I know. I'm like, I said, 846, you text Josh, <laughs> yeah. Cue the colorist. Yes. Crystal Ponce, uh, is Joshua doing any new indie stuff? At the moment, I'm, I'm kind of married to Marvel. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good we'll see. That's always out there and in the background of stuff that I want to work on and, and with other writers. But for now, I've you know I'm locked in on Krakoa. They've, they've locked me in there. Very nice. Any other? So uh, Jason Bean has a question for you. Oh. Uh, if you were gonna draw a character named Linebreaker, what features would you give <laughs> her, <laughs> her? And what do you think is her? her oh, Bean, power you're the be? man, Bean. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Poignant question. All right. On the spot. On the spot. The ability to drink as much alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Oh, we have a full That's idea breaking the line, all right. Huh? <laughs> just a big That's axe funny. and a big beer belly. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. A receding hairline. <laughs> Jeez. Very bad. She's very specific. So he's a bad guy. He's sad. No, he's good guy. Guy. <laughs> he's just staring at you the entire time. I'm not trying to make a comment. I'm trying to make a contact. Look away, maybe, but not. Holy shit. But, bean bad question. Wow. <laughs> that, that was bean, great. Only Bean will ask that. That's funny. That's, that's pretty good. Thanks, Bean. Cheers. <laughs> so, all right. Obviously, X Force sounds like something. If you're an X fan, you should be picking this up. It sounds like it's going to be a big book. It's going to be something that ties right into the whole X Men universe. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, if you can, pick up House of House of X and Power of the Ten. Just, I'm sure I don't know when that you're missing out, coming out. If you haven't, oh, you know, it's, it's so good. Yeah. It, yeah, it's actually coming in it, hardcover format. It, but we have it all too. It so. sets the table, and I think from there on out, you, you'd be free to kind of. I mean, you should follow along with all the books, especially X Force, because it's the coolest one of them all. But uh, I'm just kidding. The other books. Um, <laughs> but like just setting that table, and I kind of gets you in that 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 mode. It, it they do pay homage to, and that's the brilliance of Hickman. He really pays homage and really knows his X Men history. And he really incorporates what some a lot of people might think is some bad parts or the good parts. He uses it all, and he and he's and he's um, and so so some things will be, be very familiar. But I think you just kind of at least need to read that, and then from there you kind of be free to, to read up on them. I think from a fan perspective, <clears throat> a lot of a lot of stuff, you know, Donnie Cates and Ryan Segman really caught fire because yeah. of their relationship and how, how well they work together. Oh, yeah. And those are things that, that he has said, and hearing, like, your passion behind it and how you talk about how well you guys are working together and that you've had this mind melt, I mean, from a fan perspective that is just even more reason to go pick up that book because a lot of times I feel like there's either filler issues or it's just stuff that, the, you know, fans get to the point where they're spending a lot of money on comic books yeah, oh yeah. and there's not a bunch of content that really excites them. So when you hear the creators are like so on the same page, yeah. I mean, that's even more exciting. So oh, yeah. we'll have plenty of copies of it. <laughs> Actually, we don't. But <laughs> Yeah, we think we're, <laughs> we're pretty low on that already. No, I think that that's really awesome. That makes me excited for it. It's really cool. To yeah, do. And, and it's fun to be a part of it. It's, it's it. Comics is a collaborative. I mean, most creative things. You, you're making a movie, and there's a million people on the set. But there, you know, you're writing a novel. It's you and your editor. You do a comic. Very few hands. You know, the writer hands it off to me. And the, the greatest compliment is like it's better than I imagined it. Like yeah. you know. When when you get when you just get crickets and you're like oh, um, <laughs> yeah, but we just because we have this back and forth and um, I've just never had that before uh, right. and like and with the colors too like I said you went like we're we're back and forth all the time right. and he's the, the stuff he's doing is I, I hate to call him a color artist he's an amazing just artist he's doing like I don't think it, he's not, it's not just 
Ben and I, and then oh, he's adding the colors. It's right. it's 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 we're we're um, a tripod. Like it, the three of us are, are like the three pillars of this book because what he's doing too with the colors is just incredible. And I let him just kind of go free. Like I let him just I when we first talked, and he was weary of when I said just just go crazy, do whatever you want, whatever you see my art and however you react to it, do it. And he, he was reticent at first because. Artists are very fickle, and they're like, oh, you know, don't cover up my art, don't do it like that. But what, what he does, and what I've seen him do previously, and then when the first page came in, it was just like, it was the greatest relief in the world, and it's so good, and we have that back and forth, and he's, he's excited about it. He will ask me, you know, the same questions that I'll have with Ben uh, about the writing, about, like, the storytelling, and, like, what's their motivation? Where is this leading? I've never had a colorist ask me that, and he'll ask me, What's going on here, and what is he feeling here? What is what's going on down the road? Is is this nefarious? Is this that? You know, like is this a key moment for that? And he really talks about the storytelling, like, oh, I did this to slow this moment down. You know, things that I kind of will well, do. Well, color too. does affect oh, the perception of the mood. Yes. Oh, absolutely. You look yeah. at good cinematography in movies, like just the, the coloring and, and things like that. And he's yeah. doing that, and he's adding his own flavor. So, so Bean had a question that yeah. I, I wanted to because I think it's a good question. So other than everything you're wrapped up in, what do you take the time to actually read? Read. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what publishers are we going to share? <laughs> no, no, no. Is that taboo? Can't talk about that. I'll read an Absolute Carnage. I'll read uh, Sean Murphy's uh, Batman stuff. Is uh, Curse of the White Knight right now. Um, I... I I, this is what the third issue of Batman Superman. I have not read it yet. I've just been looking at the David Marquez art. Um, I just wanted to look through X Men number one. Uh, I've been reading that. Uh, I've been reading Jonathan Hickman. I have before I was working in this. I East of West. I trade weight for that, but it's one of my favorite series. Uh, you mentioned that like one of the first yeah. times you came in. And I like yes. Black Monday Murders. Which I, I've kind of fallen. I'm just going to wait till it's all done, and then I'm just. Went on a weird hiatus, right? I, I don't. I yeah. don't know. I'm sure, but maybe when when he came back into Marvel, maybe that's maybe that's what happened or something like that. Because that book's so good. It's so dense, though. And yeah. I, I have a hard time. I think you answered this. Um, I'll let you. I did. You did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, the first comic book that you ever bought or received, it was the. Grew number fifty-seven Grew. or fifty-eight. Yeah, I just grew. with a, a giant. It was James. Was Thanks, James. Yeah. And they bought it at the spinner rack at the local liquor store, L&L yeah. Liquor Store. That's a, I mean, I that's where everyone yeah. I want to get back one. in the day yeah. got their yeah. comics, right? The the stop and go or Circle K. Yeah. Like, that's where they so were. 7-Eleven. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Was there an artist that inspired you mostly, though? Everybody. Everybody looked just so good. Yeah. And I liked everything from, you know, I, I wasn't really as aware of the artist until that era of the, gotcha. like the Jim Lee. But I think when I saw X Force number eight was when Mignola did it. He did one issue, and it was kind of like this sequence where, you know, you're so used to the Liefeld art, and you know I love that stuff, and and it was this Mignola art, and it's just this blocky, weird. I was like, whoa! It was really cool. (laughs) The characters I know, yeah, Yeah. it was really, it was, it was really cool, and it threw me off in like the coolest way. I know a lot of people were even put off at the time, but I really liked it. And it kind of opened my eyes to, to more artists and kind of... Like um, you can enjoy something that's different than what yeah. you were enjoying already. Yeah, and seeing something like that. And like you look back to like like Alex Toth. And, and, um, and so I just kind of brought in there. So like if you ever ask me like my... An, an editor will see exactly who your, who your favorite artists are. They will immediately go, this is your favorite artist. Because they know, because you draw, you pick up things from sure. your favorite artist. Sure. Um, I, if somebody asked me, I think I'm I'm the illegitimate child of um, Declan Shelby and David Marquez and um, John Cassidy might be like my favorite. I don't know. There's something about John Cassidy that I just love. I just he does he always he does just everything looks iconic and kind of old school in a way. And I love his art. Maybe you don't see his influence on my art, but it's definitely there because I, I love John Cassidy. Um, but there's so many, like literally everybody. Like I look at the shelves, and there's so many good artists that. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, incredible. Now it's just it, amazing. Yeah, yeah. It, there's so many, and everybody has great strengths at so many things, you know. And, and um, you know, there's this Mark Brooks cover. Like, who doesn't like Mark Brooks? Anybody who says that's an idiot, yeah. you know. And again, Sean Murphy is probably like, he's he's fast, amazing, and 
But two also across the field, two completely different styles. Mike Allred. Two look totally different. Mike Allred is incredible. But all His Mad Men stuff I loved. Heck yeah. Yeah. And with technology, the art is even further out there now. Oh, yeah. You it, know, what, so many different styles in the ways yeah. that people are doing I, things. I work traditionally, um, pen and ink, uh, brush. <laughs> And go ahead. Uh, sorry, go Jason ahead. Bean is like, I cannot wait to commission a sketch of Line Breaker. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy. boy. I can see him doing it too. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Me. I don't know about that one. <laughs> so oh, boy. I'd rather not see it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's out there now. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna it happen. Yeah, because now it's on the internet. It's never gonna die. We now officially it's know now what a line breaker looks you're like. You're gonna have yes. to wrestle in that. It has a beer belly and a hairy back. Those are the only two parts that I remember. Of course, of course they are. And hacks a beer belly and a hairy back. And you can drink a lot of alcohol. And and the hairy back. We all have the beer belly. Mm. I, I have an axe. It's just an amal- <laughs> It's just an amalgam of, you, of all of you guys. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. yeah, that's perfect. Oh, that's that's awesome. Oh man. Uh, any other fun or interesting <laughs> things we should mention? Let's see here. I'll throw one out there, because yeah, um, I I also work for a school and I have a lot of students that they want to. They want to get into comics. Mm-hmm. What's the best advice for someone that wants to break into the business right now? Uh, it's so cliche, but make comics. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's literally what it is. It's just make it. Like, you can do a, uh, here's my wife. Sorry. No, no worries. And, yep, stop at the grocery store, of course. Yep, I'm getting three pounds of bananas. But and a picture of my daughter, so awesome. Oh, well, um, um, it's it's just make comics. I think that's the best way, number one, that you learn. Yes. Because if you just sit there, um, sequential storytelling. Read the books and tell a story. It's so hard to get a um, to get a to be a cover artist. It's, you know, you either have to be the most, one of the best artists in the world already, mm-hmm. or you have to pay your dues. And there's a lot, I mean, I, I, I get some covers. Um, I would like to do more, but I also really love the storytelling part. So that doesn't bother me that much. Um, but, you know, a lot of people, when they start, they just do like a, a cool pinup of Spider-Man, a cool, cool drawings. It's where you start. It's where you learn. But right. what they're looking at is people who can tell a story because that's the bulk of the drawings that are going to be done. So learn to tell a story. And the best way to do that, do a bunch of short stories. Um, do a two-page story, a three-page story. Um, if you want to do a full book like I did, like I did a 30-page book, that was kind of my ultimate test. You, that's good to have because when you go, when you do go to a comic book convention uh, or even just Twitter like to, a, to an editor, instead of just having that, if you come up to the, with this portfolio, they're going to look at it. They'd be go, wow, this is amazing, but I don't know how long you took to draw this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, and again, it, you're not really maybe telling me a big coherent story they just like, you could have taken 10 years to draw this portfolio. Um, a lot of people, especially when you create, it's, it's, it's easy to start things, but it's really hard to finish them. And that's what they really want to see. So if you show them like a complete book, like, oh, look, I drew a 20-page book. They see that you started a project and you finished, and at least it looks consistent throughout. Like you didn't slack through the middle mm-hmm. and at the end, or you just really lose it at the end. Or maybe even better, they see that you got better at the end, right. and which you, you should if you're really taking it seriously. Because even right now, what I, you know, what I drew the last two days I'm like, I wish I had drawn like this the last six months on X-Force because mm-hmm. I look back at what I drew six months ago already and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm already... Well, now you've practiced every character. Uh, yeah, and that's the thing. I kind of jumped in I, and I guess the one regret I do have, I was so excited and I did jump in. I, didn't, I don't think I did enough prep work to get me super comfortable with the characters mm-hmm. and um, I just kind of dove in and draw them and, and now I look back and I'm like, I really wish I had done that groundwork because I do but it's just you just get better you just get better at what you're doing so so like what I'm what I think I'm drawing now I think is way better than what I drew mm-hmm. you know, a couple months ago so my advice to them is just to make if they want to get into comics it's make a book mm-hmm. um, and that way you have something you can show them your portfolio cool this is the newest stuff but look at I actually did a book I did two books here's a bunch of them for you so um, that will be like the most impressive thing when they just see that and because otherwise you're not, you know, I, I got an email from, from Marvel, but only after I had done some work. They've already seen published work and, and, and books coming yeah. out, you know. They want to see some kind of track record that, that 
that an editor that you can work with other people that you can collaborate with. Yeah. yeah, you know, if you have a writer friend, um, even better. You have somebody who, who writes and then you can draw. You know, um, but you know, just come up with your own thing and just show that you can that you can do it. And the thing is, just it's just practice. It's tons and it's two steps forward and one step back. I always say because you're gonna feel bad and, and draw really badly one day, but you just go, okay, well I'll just do better tomorrow. And it's just making books. That's right. the best way. And, and nowadays, like you can, you can web comics, um, and self-publishing, and just you know online or just to print yourself can be relatively cheap. You can have some mm -hmm. print on demand. You don't have to buy. You don't That's have true. to order 300 anymore like you used to. You can literally just print five copies if you want for, for a lot of companies. So um, you can find self-publishing, and then you can go to your local shop and just say, hey, can you just do mine? Most, I can't imagine a shop anywhere that would say no, kid. No, anybody. I'm not going to hold your thing. You can work out however. You're, you want to sell it, but no, no shop's gonna really like turn you down to, yeah, to you just hold your book out there. Yep. Definitely encourage that. There is all kinds of, I mean, all kinds of opportunity now between Kickstarter and the internet. That's you, that. yeah. I've never Alterna done Comics stuff. is a great thing too. They're always trying to get people to send stuff in, and they can help you print your book at a really low cost. So yeah, that's you can right. just continue to push yeah. it into the market. Yeah. But there's also more than the big two. You know. Oh yeah. You don't have to be at the Marvel spectrum. No. Be, making comics in a good profitable fun fashion oh, absolutely. because there is so many avenues yes. too so i yeah no, that's why i got like you know there's never defeat in this industry now it's so big and it's so you know vast that there is just a lot to do so yeah there's so many stories in mean, comics yeah it's yeah there's you know the big two and that's what every and most kids dream of but all the different horror books out there and the different like there's so many different genres you can hit any genre you want which is Comedy. i think the great part about it it can be about anything yeah, and then, I mean, there's no, you know, the writers love it because there's no, there's no budget. So if they just say you're walking, you know, they could say, guy walking down the sidewalk or guy walking through a giant city with things flying around. It's like <laughs> everyone's getting paid the same. Like there's, it will take me more time, but like, but you can, there really is no budget. I, you know, you can do just a, just a, a story that just takes place inside one room the whole time, or you can do a story that takes a giant space thing or out in the under, in the underwater and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but that's the fun part. Like anywhere your imagination can take you just as long as somebody can yes. draw it. You know? right. And so you don't have to worry about that. You kind of touched on this uh, a minute ago in, in the conversation, but James White wants to know if money wasn't a factor, would you prefer just doing covers or interiors? No, I like the interiors too. I'd like to do both. You'd want to do both. Yeah, it, covers are great because number one, you get you, it's a cover. I mean, it's just it's all the it's all the glam. Yeah. Um, it's like and it's a cool single image. It's usually simpler to do because it's, right. you're, it's one single shot as opposed mm -hmm. to on a page. You might have to do a million different perspective points. Um, right. And then a lot of pages. And the storytelling and all that stuff. But just even just on one page alone, you know, I I I think covers. I take a little bit long. I take long on covers. When I get a page, I will draw directly on my page. If I do a cover, I will actually do a rough draft and then I'll lightbox it onto a fresh page. So I just work out a lot of the kinks before and then I have a nice clean page and I have my drawing pretty ready to go before mm -hmm. I put it on the final piece. But I would, I would like to do both because I love the storytelling aspect because there's nothing better than getting a, um, a script. The first read of the script is my favorite part of the whole process because then I ruin it after that. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. Well, thank you for your insight and input. Yeah. We really appreciate it. And I know you are going to be here Saturday for Comic Fest, I believe. Yes, I am. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I think you said he's going to be here from here like 8 or 9 in the morning. So that's where that's it. <laughs> <laughs> he's always yeah, up that yeah, early. Yeah, yeah. He's just a good old jump on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm, 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 I'm excited. I, I don't. I don't really do like the convention circuit. I've done like a free comic book day before, but I'm, I don't really get out there. I'm, I'm kind of stuck in my cave, um, which is where you know usually find me. It's why I smell so funky. Um, <laughs> and I, yeah, I'm excited to do it because I mean, you said you're gonna have a couple other artists here too. Yep. I always uh, like that. Caesar, artists, yeah. uh, Caesar, Caesar Flores, Flores and... Eric Rivera, which are two local artists, and then uh, Matt Hurtado, who's a painter, tattoo artist. Um, These amazing awesome Lego shirts. oil paintings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah you think really you were looking at an actual Lego minifigure yeah, and oil like, painting. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. yeah. Wow, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, so I'm I'm pumped up. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna try to get here. I mean, you guys, are, you guys said you're opening at like ten. Yeah, oh. we're kind of doing the artist <laughs> thing from like twelve to four. Okay, oh, you said yeah, kind yeah. Of and I said I'll try. I'll try to get here like around eleven or so. Um, I'm gonna sit around. Unfortunately, X Force isn't out yet because that would be awesome. It would just be we gotta wait another week or a week and a half. 
So it'll be perfect well, because people can see it. I'll bring a couple pages. I can bring stuff that's already been in the preview pages. I'm gonna bring, I'll bring my portfolio, um, stuff people can see the original art. Um, and I'll have some of the books that are public that I've have published too, so you can kind of compare what the final product looks like. Yes. I think it's always cool. I'm as an artist, I love process. I, I just started Twitter like a year ago, and my favorite part of following Twitter is anybody who posts process stuff. Let me see your thumbnails. Let me see your pencils. Let me see that stuff. I, I the final product is great, but I like to see how people get there. Great. So I'm so when I'm sharing, I really like to share the process part. And so I'm gonna bring my portfolio and bring even maybe some thumbnails. Um, I'll be doing sketches and just, just like, I'm going to do some like really brief, like just inky sketches, but just of all, like a lot of X-Force characters and I'm just going to just pump them out as much as I can and maybe like first come first serve or whatever we do, however like we work it out. So. 200 blank sketch cover books that we will have. I mean, they're all vast titles, yeah. but just for all four of the artists, if you, you know, if you guys yeah. want to, nobody's yeah. obligated to do anything. Yeah, you guys want to do it with the fans for it, but. Just thought that would be cool because I know every, every all four of you guys like to sketch and yeah. keep working. Yeah, no, I'm gonna so. be I'll, I'll be here as long as I can, as long as I can. Uh, It'll be fun. Be here to doodle. So, oh, that'll be great. So. We can't wait. This Saturday. This Saturday. This Saturday. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. That's when we open for. We got free comics. Um, free comics. We got some early bird giveaway stuff. We got. Um, it's gonna be some, a fun uh, time. Like ultimate packages for the first few people online. Right. Ten. Ten. I think that's what we said. Two hands. This many's. This many. We're all not good at math. It's this many's. Yes. This yes. Many's. Hands. And then you, I know you have uh, crafts going on for the kids. So we'll be doing uh, some pumpkin painting. We have a East, it's kind of like a, a uh, Easter egg hunt. There'll be uh, eggs filled with infinity stones. Oh, and we'll sweet. be giving away these infinity bittens that we had made with sticky spots for if you can find all the gems. And uh, What happens if you find them all? There's a prize. There's a price. It's Perfectly we'll balanced. Snapping. A, yeah. <laughs> no snapping allowed. It's banned. Um, we'll be doing a kids costume contest. Okay, and that's at 5 o'clock. That's at 5 o'clock. What and about the adult costume contest? That's at 10. 10 o'clock. That's at 10. Okay, right? Uh, yes, it is. That's my bedtime. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's the um, pinata. There's a pinata? Yeah, we'll be doing a pinata for the kids. What's the pinata? Candy and there could be one of the Infinity Stones, so you're gonna want to stay for that if you're gonna get all. Here, last time you had a pinata for Free Comic Book Day, it got crazy. Those kids. It must be the funniest moment of the entire day. That pinata. It was fantastic, (laughs) right? What what kind of pinata is it? Um, To be determined. Ooh, mystery. They got superhero ones out there. You gotta get that. Or a Halloween one, I guess. Or like one of Denton's face. To be my little pony. That'll only last like a second. (laughs) (laughs) My face with I hate Star Wars bubble. Right. That'd be gone. Oh, yeah. Somebody takes it out with one swing. One day we got to have a podcast but, about why you hate Star Wars. Well, no, we, ha- I, I, we, we are going the, the opening day, okay? I'm a part of that. So I just made it. Nonsense. I, had, I made him go. Oh, did you get. Oh, yeah, what, what time? Uh, 11. We got a little bit late. Oh, yeah, yeah, so late. You're going to be in the same one as us. It's like, oh, we could add fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, free comics. Star Wars. Yeah. The free, new, comics. The, free comics. Drop this free week. comics. Uh, a whole new layout for the store. So if you haven't been in a while and you come in that day, we'll have a whole new. Tremendous, <coughs> unbeatable back issues. Yes. Yep. Oh, it looks great, guys. Yeah. They're, they're doing a fantastic job. It's going to be easy to find those back issues. It's, it's almost done because everybody at this table is staying and filling them up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's also a tremendous <laughs> amount of dollar bins, which if you were here for our free comic book day, it's insane. And there were so many that great books that came out of there. Oh, like, yeah. I saw the stacks that people were bringing up. Time. Yeah. Uh, first Deathstroke came out of there. I mean, these are, I mean, no, there's no... Was there Amazing Spider-Man number one, 9.8? Was there I think cool, there was a... Yeah. Was there a Kool-Aid Man number one? There was a Kool-Aid Man You didn't save one. it for me. Uh, we had like a handful of them, too, and the guy all bought right. like all of them. A jerk. <laughs> there is, though. There's probably more. Yes. So make sure Saturday, be here at Line Breakers. They open at 10 o'clock. Be one of the first ones. Pastrami Nation, we're also going to be giving uh, stuff away for our early bird giveaway like we did for Free Comic Book Day. So if you're here between 10 and 10.30, you'll get a raffle ticket. We'll be giving away collectibles, comics, 
that kind of stuff. Toys. Yeah. Comics yeah, are things. while supplies last. Yes. Yeah. So if you so, want one of those books, uh, yeah. you make sure you get here early. And this is not as big as free comic book day. So the titles are less. Right. Um, Limited supply, yes. But a we, good selection. We, yeah. And Great we selection. always add to it. There will be cover price books in the three books that we add to it. Because nice. we do that all the time. Because we're awesome. So it sounds like a really good <laughs> Halloween event. I mean, Halloween's right around the corner. Might mm-hmm. as well come out. Yeah, be, be a part up. of this. Um, come hang out. Talk to the artists. That's why yeah. we're going to be here. See? Yep. Seriously, don't be afraid. Talk to, ask me questions. Ask the other guys questions. Like, it's it's why we're here. I love sharing it, and um, I'm looking forward to it. Any chance we Thank see you. that sketch of Line Breaker? Hey, that, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how the day goes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> terrible. So if you're well, watching, awesome, but pretty sure I'm pretty sure it already died. It. <laughs> if you're watching, leave a comment if you're planning to join us for the Halloween Comic Fest. Uh, and remember, just by leaving a comment, you're entered to win one of these great prizes, including a signed trade paperback of Mycroft Holmes signed by Joshua Cassara. So that's fantastic right there. So the contest runs until Saturday, 9 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, and we will draw winner winners randomly by random.org. So... Um, Again, I want to thank Joshua for being on yes, thank our you show very today. Much. This was uh, awesome. Oh, my God. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate it. And we want to thank Linebreakers for again. Well, I wanted to um, plug something that uh, yeah. oh, the week of yeah. release for yeah. X-Force. Yeah. If people want to get it signed yeah. by you, they yeah. can meet you at Four Color Fantasy. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 So we love Four Color Fantasy. Chris is awesome. Yeah. And I he sure is. Sure yeah. That yeah. If anyone yes. wanted to make the trip down there. Uh, yeah. We have a good relationship with him. And well, we I'm going to – so anybody who's pro I'm going to try to – to schedule wise, hopefully they get them delivered. I was talking to Dan earlier about if hopefully they deliver early that day mm-hmm. uh, on Tuesday because my I had my daughter's uh, volleyball banquet that night. Uh, I think probably around four or five o'clock. So I, hopefully they should you know if you're able to like bust them open. Yeah, and, for sure. They um, usually are. Yeah. You know, should you usually get to pretty early. Yeah, because then I can come and just sign off. Because I'd like to sign as, as many people that wanted it, that pre-ordered it. Mm. I'm more than happy to sign them. So <laughs> how long is it? What's that? It'll take That's not what I was talking about, though. Now I feel like I, I got misunderstood. That's not what I was talking about. You're actually doing a signing at. Well, yes, no, no, no. that's what I'm going to say. But I'm saying oh. for, for for locals here, they don't have to worry about that. Like, I, I'm anybody who's pre-ordered or anybody who's oh, filed, and or maybe even afterwards, if somebody comes by, if they want to hold it for. Whenever, mm-hmm. like for like a week or something like that, I'll come in and sign ones afterwards. People, oh, cool. you, you can tell them I have no problem oh, okay. with that because the next time I come in, I will sign that for them. Right. That's that's awesome. It's, Who's going to be signing with you? Is it the colors? Dean White, yeah. Dean White. Dean, so oh, that's sweet. that's his like that's his store, yeah. and um, he he lobbied hard. He's like, hey, you know, come do this. They, they started uh, laying into him on that one. I said, well, yeah, I'm going to be doing Comic Fest here, and I said I'll sign all the books from from whenever you guys oh, have them. Awesome. Get them in, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, and I'll be down at Four Color Fantasies every time. We so couldn't be more appreciative. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's your support for us, and everybody here loves it. You know, good, oh, good. Yeah, I mean, you sign this. Oh, it's all you know. I, I've been in comics and in. I've always just been kind of like even in comic stores I would go into for the most part I've been really shy about like I never say like I draw comics or I just go in there I just do your thing I just do my thing and I pick <laughs> up comic books and stuff like that and I just and especially when I was trying to like get into this it sounds like she's like yeah I'm, you know, I'm trying to draw comics and stuff and you know and so like oh what books have you done nothing <laughs> James is excited he said yeah. he's gonna be here he's not working so we look uh, forward to that James yeah please come come hang same out Sean, same with Sean Tracy he's excited. Um, Oh, he was talking about that he, everyone thought AJ was going to get knocked out by those kids for that pinata last year. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. Oh, it, it went crazy, man. It yeah. I have video of it. AJ's yeah, face it had to be the funniest thing ever. I mean, I love these free comic book day events. I love comic books, and I love to give them away. But I thoroughly could not be more excited for having these four guys here. You know, all four it's going to be so cool artists. to have them here. Yes. Yes. And it's just incredible. It's going to be really cool. I'm super stoked and super thankful they're going to do it. So, so make sure you guys be here at 10 o'clock. And Saturday. they have stuff that runs all day long. Into the night. Find their event on Facebook, and it has the, the entire next, schedule. Into the next day. Yeah, because the adult costume contest <laughs> is at 10 o'clock. Bags. That's where the, yeah. line, the line breakers actually right. first appearance will come out when you put water on it after midnight. <laughs> That's Don't tell the secrets. Is there any way for people to follow you on social media? I am now a Twitterer. And um, I, 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 when I was starting to do Minecraft, my wife's like, you got to get on Twitter, you got to get on Twitter. I'm just so anti-social media. I'm just so, I'm such a hermit. And 
you know, that would probably been a good idea. He has like millions of followers, and that would probably been a really good idea to do at that time. Um, and I finally gave in because I realized that you just have to do it. And I, I just found the value of it. But it's Joshua Casera, I think, his Twitter slash Joshua Casera. Um, I'm going to have a new pen name, though. My name is Jaws because my wife calls me Jaws. And I think I'm, I'm really mad that I've just never signed Jaws on anything. So I'm going to start doing that. Oh, nice. Very maybe nice. A, so maybe I'll have a new Twitter. Just Jaws. Nice. Like, that's not taken yet, is it? No, maybe not. <laughs> Doubt it. Doubt it. <laughs> so Joshua Casera, Twitter, you can find me. Um, I just post art and stuff. I'm a nerd. I just do things and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The rad domino. Um, your concept for the new domino. Oh, that's probably my <laughs> most liked tweet ever. Did you guys see that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to put it's it in the Line Breakers comics. Oh, room. it's so good. I, they, I got rejected on my new domino costume. I don't think that's true. That's true. See, that's the kind of stuff you it's can see by going button. on Twitter. Follow yeah. him on Twitter. <laughs> and then for Line Breakers. was literal. No. <laughs> no. Somebody, oh, somebody said that. Somebody goes, I think you took it too literal. Right. Well, that's the one. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think I did see that. Now that yeah. how, would it be, how would it be? Yeah. Like, I don't think she's sexy enough. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> You're killing me right now. <laughs> what I felt like. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> and then for Line Breakers, you're on Facebook, Instagram. Yep. Um, website okay. is Comic. Comicbooksurplus.com. There we go. Yeah, well, surplus or comic It's all getting all tied together, though. See, look yeah, at that. We're, 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 we just did Sign. a huge inventory, <laughs> and in the next few weeks, it should we should have 30,000 books pushed to our online store. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so you can just order it and put it in your full list. Or worldwide, Scotland, you can buy it from comicbooksurplus.com. We're really excited about that's it. That's where we did all the pre-orders we're for the X-Force. Very nice. Great. And then, of course, for Pastrami Nation, visit us at PastramiNation.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. And top. Not top. Um, <laughs> You're still going to let just... Every I'm time. I'm still on MySpace. If you guys want to follow, you could be in my top friends. <laughs> You're You're top you'll get rid of Tom. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for tuning in today. Thank you to Joshua yeah. once again. Oh, man. Thank you guys for having me. And let's go ahead and sign off, signing off. This is Nolan. Jason. Bye-bye. <laughs> 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 you just